I hope nobody picked up on Ordway saying, I'm going for a poo. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Mud Island Adventures podcast. I'm your host, Garrick McMullen, and I'm here to help you find your adventure right here in the UK. Hello, welcome back listeners. It is the new season of the Mud Island Adventures podcast. Or so I thought, until I looked back and realised that we actually did season two, episode one, uh, back in the winter. So we'll call this season two, episode two. We've done a bit of a time jump, haven't we, Lee? It's now the 1st of June uh, and we're putting this out because the weather's glorious and it's about time we all got out and did something. Absolutely. It's um, it's beautiful up here uh, north of the border as well. We've had some fantastic weather. And as you say, it's time to start getting out and about and uh, finding your own adventures. Absolutely. And I reckon north of the wall, you've got to make the most of the sun out, haven't you? Oh, yes, most definitely. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah, so um, there's been quite a lot going on, I think, in uh, yeah, in the time since we since we last recorded. Um, Lee, what have you been up to, mate? Well, oh, I've been working on my fizz uh, slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting ready for this because um, somebody had the bright idea of doing a triple challenge in a couple of months, so I got dragged into that, kicking and screaming. Oh, uh, we'll talk plenty yeah. about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, uh, I've I've had to sort of um, pick up my fizz game for that. Um, also, uh, well, what can I say? I've started a new job with um, paintballing, which is great fun. I get to shout at people all day on the weekends. Awesome. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, generally speaking, life is good. You know, things are um, things are good. You know, uh, I'm feeling great. I'm looking forward to a fantastic summer, and I know we've got a lot of uh, a lot of things to get done, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we. Well, the, the winter's been a bit of a funny one, um, mm. and I, I think it's the same for everyone. Everybody gets a bit of. The, Better the doldrums in the winter when the sun's not out as much and it doesn't feel like you've got as much time to do everything. But the the marching on of all the jobs that you have to do, um, you just have less daylight to do them in. And I think sometimes the adventures can go by the wayside. But um, yeah, it's still important to get out there and do stuff. Um, I, I, you may or may not remember that I set myself a challenge this year. Um amongst other challenges and adventures and what have you <laughs> going on. Uh, and decided that I was going to um, make sure that I slept out at least once a month. How's that going? Well, I, uh, it, do you know what this, uh, so May was the first month that I hadn't done it. And the reason was um, that just, just sort of went by the wayside. The month kind of got away from me. Mm. I mean, I can't yeah. believe that we're in June already. I mean, it's just flying by this year. Um, ha- but I'm remedying that tonight. And tonight, um, we're all sleeping out in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Crazy. Uh, I got given a fishing bed, which I'm planning to use for the triple challenge um, yeah. as part of the base camp. And um, I was going to try that out last night. And I got convinced by my son not to sleep outside without him. Right. So we're doing it tonight. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he's got the comfy fishing bed. <laughs> uh, but there we go. Yeah, so it's his first night. 
not outside. He's been he slept in tents before, mm. um, but it's his first night in a sleeping bag, a proper sleeping bag. Oh, big, big boy yeah. stuff now. Oh yeah, yeah. Now he's rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but other than other than May, um, I have slept out at, uh, at least one um, night each month. Um, and those of you that follow us on uh, Instagram and Mud Island Adventures on on Facebook, you'll have seen that. So um, I, I thought that out was a bit of a challenge to myself more than anything, um, so that I can try out configurations of gear and um, make sure that I've got the right stuff to to see me through all year. Um, and I haven't slept in a tent once, ironically. Huh. So yeah. all of them. Unfortunately, it's been dry. <laughs> <laughs> that is always a bonus, yeah. Yeah, the closest we got was um, we we did have a tarp over one night um, back in February, uh, and that was uh, yeah, it was all right. Not too bad, not too bad. So yeah, that's going well. Um, I guarantee there'll be more than one night out in June. I've got uh, I need to go and um, well, I'd like I want to go and get some bike packing in over this month um just to set me up ready for for the challenge yeah um and also because i really enjoy it <laughs> it's just nice um and i haven't really done well, i haven't really done any backpacking um sorry bike packing backpacking yes bike packing i haven't done any since um since we did the king alfred's way last year which uh is a bit of a shame really i've, I've really uh enjoyed it so uh gonna kick that off again this, this month um, and hopefully get in a few routes over the over the coming sort of summer months while it's lovely out there uh, and we've got nice long evenings mm-hmm. now that just reminds me we did we not have a conversation a few months ago that you were supposed to be coming up this way in may time what happened to that because we're now in june yeah yeah well yeah no mm. so unfortunately um and this was going to be one of the big events of the year uh, was that I was going to come and do the, the North coast 500, which if um, listeners haven't heard about it is the uh, essentially the, the loop from Inverness um, out to the West coast or East coast, depending on whether you're going clockwise or anti-clockwise, but essentially follows the Highland coastline round the Northern tip of um, Scotland um, and back to Inverness. And it's, 500 miles hence the north coast 500 but um it's it's been on my bucket list for a while um, certainly to visit but you know to cycle it would be oh fantastic and the opportunity came up earlier this year to go and do it um unfortunately that opportunity disappeared um because of uh, one thing and another um yep. beyond my control um and it was it was um, due to be a fully supported trip so it's not completely gone um, myself and a, another guy that was involved with it have said well if we're not doing it this year we're going to try and get it done next year but we're going to do it bigger <laughs> well, well that, that's it I mean that that's the beauty of it isn't it it's still going to be there ah, yeah, you know, these absolutely. mountains these woods these these oceans and rivers and whatever they're all going to be there so yeah you know that that is the beauty of it. That is the natural world, and uh, you know, no matter what what time we sort of get out and uh, start to enjoy these places, it's uh, it's never too late for that. It's Absolutely. always going to be there for us to enjoy. And and speaking of the North uh, Coast Five Hundred, a friend 
and mine did it in his camper van. He and his girlfriend went and did it uh, over Easter. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to follow uh, Jim Hallam on uh, uh, James Hallam, sorry, on Instagram, he's got some amazing photographs and he, he links in uh, Mud Island Adventures quite often. So uh, give that a look. He's doing some really nice pics and drone footage. Um, oh, cool. Not not just to the North Coast 500, but, you know, everywhere that he goes, he spends a lot of time in the lakes and in Wales and what have you. So, yeah, check him out. Some really good stuff. And hopefully uh, he and I are going to do a bit of a collaboration on uh, on, on a, a video in over the next couple of months. So watch out for that one as well. Mm, um, we'll get the YouTube good. channel fired up. Yeah. Is it, so is he living full van life or is he just like a weekend warrior with that? Uh, well, uh, he's more than a weekend warrior, mate. I'll tell you that. But, well, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, he's uh, so he lives on a, a roof during the week, um, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, spends spends quite a lot or as much time as he can um, traveling around in the van. Mm, fantastic. Uh, when he's not uh, when he's not working. So, yeah, yeah, great stuff. Days. So what um, what sort of uh, training have you been done, doing over the winter to remain adventure ready? Oh, well, um, I've, I've mostly been doing uh, sort of kettlebells and calisthenics. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get sort of, uh, you know, my, my mobility and strength and strength endurance. I've been focusing more on that to, uh, well, taking a leaf out of Martin's book when he uh, when he did his um, his 10 mountain marathons in 10 days. And you know, I'm trying mm. to build that sort of base level of strength and strength endurance so that when i start picking up the cardio as of this month um you know my ancient crumbling joints have got a <laughs> they've got a bit of a uh, you know a bit of a head start i hope that yeah and the, that and the glucosamine you know can't can't recommend that strongly enough <laughs> yeah well we all need a bit of help as we get on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i've been uh, i've been using turmeric actually and that uh that oh, nice that really works for me yeah cool yeah so i've been doing that i've been uh you know just sort of keeping it very simple um you know just kettlebell swings uh squats pull-ups dips uh presses and get-ups and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um you know getting out sort of walking with the with the paintball job i'm you know i'm on my feet for most of the day anyway you know i can easily sort of you know in a full day i can easily get in about sort of 13 maybe fourteen thousand steps mm-hmm. without any effort whatsoever so um so that's all good uh yeah you know i'm just sort of keeping my mobility working on my strength and strength endurance that's really been the focus but now as we're getting into june and mm-hmm. uh, june july i've got uh, you know i've got a, and as you say with the weather getting better i've got more impetus to sort of get out on my own two feet and start to, you know putting some miles under them yeah I think you're you're going to focus on doing uh, the third part of the challenge. Yes, yes, I am. Excellent. Yes, I'm. I'll, I'll be joining you for the uh, as, as as much of the, uh, the the marathon aspect as I can. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, so, uh, I mean, my focus has been um, cycling based over the winter, and um, uh, as you know. You know, trying to get out and about, whether it's on your feet or on a bike or whatever, in the winter can be a bit of a drag. So, I, I have to admit that I've taken to the indoor trainer um, quite hard over the winter. 
Um, but I've discovered that actually it really, really works in terms of setting you up for for when you do eventually get outside. And I've found, because uh, I'm using a, a smart trainer, um, I've been banished to the shed. <laughs> but, I don't uh, sooner or later, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've got a smart trainer and I connect to Zwift. So I've been doing a bit of Zwift racing, but the benefit, you know, the real um, joy of it is that you can, uh, you can ride with others and chat, you know, online and all that. It's just like a big computer game, isn't it? Um, yeah. But it has um, very functional set training programs um, that are there. And you pay subscription and it's all for you there. It's all, all good to go. Um, so I've been using one or two of those over the winter just to really build my base up ready for the um for the cycling adventures ahead um and that's pretty much been my winter apart from you know the usual sort of basic um basic body weight exercises and some uh, a lot of flexibility work a lot of flexibility work um, yeah that, that that is so important um you know it, we we've talked about this before haven't we about how much mobility can impact on the rest of our training and therefore on our um, capacity to perform out in the water, uh, out in the hills yeah. or anything else like that. And it's just it's, it's, like you say, um, <laughs> we're not getting much younger. And uh, that mobility stuff is really important. Absolutely. Know, and that, I, I, having that solid foundation to work on is, you know, completely key. So if you haven't got, a, you know, a strong chassis, to, it's like Pat Max says, you've got to have the mm. combat chassis ready. Um, and without that, you you know you're pretty much pissing in the wind, yep. uh, and just inviting an injury. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, it's it's all going to be pretty um, pretty straightforward. I put myself, well, I didn't put myself through work. Put me through a pretty rigorous test uh, the other week, um, which involved carrying more weight than I've had to carry for a while, uh, and I came out of it, you know, unscathed, um, brilliant, injury free, and and you know pretty much good to go uh, the next day which was great so it's 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 good to see that it's all working yeah and i think i think as well um and especially you know with your uh, you know with your, your your job with the army you know there's a lot of focus on testing you know, mm. there's always a lot of focus on how well can you do on this test you know just physical capacity but what we've got to remember what's actually more important is that yes that is a test and there are certain parameters and standards to meet, but yeah. it's really about maintaining that lifestyle choice of activity so that when mm. you do come to be tested in any capacity, then you should be able to meet those standards. And if your activity levels in the gym and on the trails, wherever else, in the pool, in the, it doesn't matter, wherever you're doing your training, if you are focused on a well-balanced routine then when it comes to being tested like that like you say you're just going to go through it and it's 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 not a it's a challenge it's it's something that you can meet though and then there's a great deal of satisfaction in sort of coming away from something like that going yeah yeah that was uh, that was good i um i managed that and i can still do other stuff afterwards yeah yeah uh, it's about that particularly for um you know the sort of thing I'm planning to, or you know, I enjoy doing. If you you go out and do a day's riding or a day's walking, whatever it is you, you're doing, uh, and you're staying out overnight, what you're looking at is a potentially 
um, you know, quite a hard effort on one day or a strenuous day, um, and sub-optimal sleep, um, you know, slightly less comfortable sleep, yeah. um, and then repeating the same effort the next day, well, you know, that can go, and you, you see some expeditions do that day, day, day you know, weeks, months. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's about being, you know, building up that resilience, and that was one of the things that I wanted to be able to do with, uh, with the nights out um, this year is, you know, making sure that even if I uh, and I've, you know, a couple of them were were nights where I couldn't just come home and relax the next day, <coughs> you know, a case of right, full day at work, um, spend the evening with family, and I was just heading out. Um, uh, you know, as as um, as the family was going to bed, take myself off, find a place to to sleep. So I've done a full day of, of whatever, um, sleep out overnight, and then come back, get ready for work, go to work, do a full you know another full day. And it's about being able to effort suboptimal rest and then mm-hmm. continue again. It's it's um, it's building that resilience to the to the suboptimal um or the, the the less than comf you know potentially comfortable no, yeah, it, absolutely. To, to it obviously but you know um and it's about the the equipment but you know just having that ability that that mindset a lot of the time to um to do it i think is um it's pretty key to having big adventures but like we say it is. the adventure is yours and you know it doesn't have to be anything as grand as that it could just be um, you know that you that you want to uh, keep yourself um, fit and well for um, for your family or you know for the odd bike ride or, or walk or whatever your your activity is. So yeah, the adventure ready um, thing stays, uh, and I think we've upped the game this year a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and the thing is as well, when we talk about training, you know, most people will sort of think, well, you know, the usual sort of the, the really physical stuff like the you know, the, the weight suspension training, kettlebells, cycling, swimming, all like all those things. Yeah, that's training, of course it is. Mm. But there is also another aspect, which is what you're talking about there and touching on there about that mental and emotional training as well, building that resilience. Mm. And that can happen through the physical training, but it also happens through, as you say, not getting enough sleep, you know, put it, get being wet, being cold, being hungry and being yeah. out of our comfort zone. Because that's what we do when we, when we, whether we sort of go out for the weekend, as you say, bike packing, hiking, whatever, wild camping, anything like that. We're taking ourselves out of our comfort zone and it's not just the physical effort and the physical response that we have to that kind of activity. It's also the benefits that we get emotionally and mentally from challenging ourselves like that. And that yeah. is also training. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that, it's that um, understanding your type two fun <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for, for listeners that aren't, um, aren't familiar with the term, but there's generally two types of fun. Um, or it's it's widely um, accepted that there's two types types of fun. So type one is that instant um, gratification of what you're doing. So I don't know, watching TV or seeing a movie or having a chocolate bar, going for a drink. You know that is instant gratification. There's no you know there's very little physical or emotional um, 
sort of hardship that comes with that. And then then there's the type two fun, uh, which is where you put yourself through a bit of suffering and then, which, you know what, I really enjoyed that. Um, and if you're not into type two fun, you'll probably put yourself through the suffering and go, I'm never fucking doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's okay too. That's, yeah, um, that's it. Because at least you had enough about it to go and try it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, what else is new? Oh, exciting news! I'm really excited about this. Uh, and, and well, I've, I've I've just signed up to be a scout leader. Oh, really? Yeah, and we we haven't talked about this, so this is you know. Now we have the this press. Is, this, is, this is this is news to me. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, you have to supply your own woggle or? <laughs> now, now, keep it family. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've been trying to find uh, or to, trying to think of something to um, give back to. I think it's really important, yeah. and Joe and I have found this more recently. Um, that we want to give back to community and give back to society in, in terms of, um, you know, volunteering our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Joe really does a lot with, with the local drama group and she runs the, the youth section of that, which um, is pretty, you know, pretty selfless and a fairly yeah. thankless task sometimes. Um, and I was looking at uh, sea cadets, army cadets, all the rest of it. Oh, I you know, that's my day job. Yeah, uh, I yeah. kind of want to come away from that, but I kind of want to do something like that. So um, I just happened to be um, in the local village hall um, and saw that they were looking for scout leaders and thought, what a fantastic opportunity! Yeah. Uh, so that's happening. Um, more on that as it develops. But yeah, really excited about that. No, yeah, mate, that's fantastic. I'm really stoked uh, about that for you. That's going to yeah. be great. I mean, I, I've, I've had similar thoughts. It's just sort of finding, you know starting new jobs and everything it's uh, it's sort of working out what my time factor is going to be what my you know working with family commitments work commitments and everything yeah. but once all that settles down um you know I, it, it is something that i've thought about myself like with the cadets because uh, i was mm-hmm. a cadet you know back in my teenage years and it's only when you get older that you realize how everything that you did in that cadets or scouts or whatever else only mm. happen because of the adult instructors and them giving their time. Exactly. Their weekends, that. their evenings, you know, and, you know, it's only when the penny drops there, you think, oh, wow. Yeah, everything that we did that was great, you know, every every parade night, every exercise, every uh, annual camp, every trip or everything that we did, it was down to the adult staff. Mm. And, you know, I had a fantastic amount of time, uh, you know, with the cadets. I, I really had, and I've, I've still got friends today you know over 30 years later and it really is um, a very great opportunity to be able to sort of look at that and go yeah you know what I want to I can't go back and pay back those you know those adult staff from those days but what I can do is pay forward forward. yes so that's sort of where I'm sort of thinking you know maybe later on this year maybe into next year I don't know yet but yeah that'd be a great thing I think that's 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 great Super stoked. Yeah. Super stoked. <laughs> right. What, what, um, what's your not tying one? That's pretty good, you know. <laughs> uh, somebody said to me the other day, if you can't tie knots, tie lots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that. No, I hadn't. It really That's tickled me. It was quite funny. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, cool. Well, I mean, the, the main headline for this year um, is obviously the Triple Challenge. Yes, it is. So just to refresh everyone's memory, the uh, Triple Challenge came about as a, an idea that my brother and I had when um, shortly after my dad had had a stroke. Um, and who's doing really well, actually. He's, um, he's got a lot more mobility back in his, uh, in his left side and he's oh, swimming three man. times a week. Brilliant. Which is great. He was a he was quite a competitive swimmer in his in his um, sort of army days, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, for him to go back. Uh, in fact, as a as a as a at school as well. Um, so yeah, for him to be able to um, experience the weightlessness and be able to walk without a stick in the water and do a bit of swimming, he's loving that. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Um, but we decided that it would be great to do something to. Um, raise some funds for the Stroke Association, who have done quite a lot for, for my dad um, and my mum. And I came up with the idea with Alex that um, we'd do like a triathlon-type event, um, and that consists of a, a stand-up paddleboard, um, a cycle, and then a walk-stroke-run-stroke-shuffle um whatever it may be and it was it kind of sort of it's evolved a little bit over the last couple of years we wanted to do it last year uh and unfortunately it didn't happen last year um but we've gone firm this year so um and i'm dragging as many people down with me as i possibly can for this (laughs) (laughs) but essentially the plan is set now um and it's going to take place in the new forest down in beautiful hampshire um and the stand-up paddle board is going to start um, on the Hamble River, um, go 30 k's um, down to, sort of onto the coast at Calshot along um, and then up the Bewley River um, to Bewley, where we're going to change over to the bike. Now, um, I ride a gravel bike. I don't. I have a mountain bike as well, but I no longer have a road bike. So I wanted to to make this an adventurous sort of um, triathlon type thing. So the, the stand-up paddleboard, there's a little bit of river, there's a little bit of coastal, so you know that mixes it up quite nicely. Um, and then it'll be a 150-kilometre gravel bike. And I'm doing it with all the bike packing gear on, so fully loaded as if I was going out on... Uh, any other bikepacking expert. And that way, if I want to have a kip on the way around, I can stop and have a little, yeah. little yeah. snooze. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> you know, flash up the primers, get the, get the hot wets on. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, that, that's the plan there. Um, and then at the end of the, the gravel bike, um, rather than because my running is awful, um, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all right for about 5Ks, and after that, it sort of peters off quite dramatically. Um, I'm, about, I'm all right, about all right for five metres these days. But yeah. <laughs> uh, and plus, you know, asking people to come and run a marathon with me, a trail marathon, yeah, it, you know, I'm, I know plenty of people that could. But it is um, a big ask. But it is a big ask. So I, I thought, well, let's keep it in in the spirit of adventure and rather than do a run, what I'm going to do is I'm going to trek it. I'm going to hike the 
um, the distance of a marathon, so 41, 42 Ks. Um, and I've, I've got the got the route marked out now, or planned out anyway. Um, and I'm going to do it with the overnight gear. So the same as with the, the bike packing gear on the bike, I'm going to have the um, have a rucksack on with um, you know a sleep out kit in it. I shouldn't need it. Uh, and the idea is to do rather than do the whole thing in one loop, we're going to do 10k loops um or just over 10ks um and that way people can do 10ks or they can you know um they can do all of it or part of it or you know um if people want to join me for the bike they can join me for the bike if they want to come and do the paddleboard welcome to come and do that i'll put out all the information um and it would be great to see mud islanders coming down uh supporting us if you want to you want to do it for your own charity you can set up your own just giving and and say that you did it you know it, it's totally easy um and that's the idea i'd love to see as many people as possible join me on on these routes um and it's going to happen uh, over the weekend beginning the 5th of august so 5th is a friday so i'll start the uh, because of the time maybe <coughs> the friday was the was the ideal time to do it um so I'll be setting off at about eight o'clock on the on the Friday morning uh, to catch the outgoing tide, uh, and then the incoming, you know, so the last of the outgoing tide, the incoming tide going up the Bewley River because it would be that would suck paddling mm-hmm. against uh, <laughs> an outgoing tide up the river. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> uh, and then um, yeah, like I say. Um, you know, the, the idea is just to continue on and it won't be a fast paced ride. It'll be a bimble along and, you know, we can chat and um, stop and take photos and videos and all the rest of it. Well, it's going to be a bimble if you are expecting me to join you for this, uh, this marathon bit, mate, I tell you. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. Sleeping <laughs> because you might going to, you probably not going to use it. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, Hellhound. The guard dog's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You say you're not going to use the sleeping system, but hey, you know you might you might have to when you're waiting for me to catch up with you. <laughs> well, if that's the case, you know I'll get I'll take the breaks where I can get them. <laughs> you're going to need it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's the plan. But yeah, yeah. weekend of the fifth of August, uh, we're going to be in the new forest. I'll put all the all the starting positions uh, and sort of assessed start times for each one. Uh, and we'll probably do some live tracking while uh, while we're on the go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so where can folks find out about this? If they, if they are now inspired to find their own adventure and come and join us down in the, the new forest in August, where do they go? What what's well, the point of contact for this? I mean, the easiest thing to do, Lee, is to find us on Facebook, isn't it? Come and join oh, the community yeah. on Facebook. We yeah. are Mud Island Adventures. Yeah. Um, you know, so come in. I've had a request to join. Whilst we've been recording, how fortuitous oh, really? is that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, um, yeah, we, what is there, about 257, 58 people? Something like that, yeah. On the community. Yeah, last time I looked, yeah. yeah. Big numbers, mate. It's big numbers. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah. I can't imagine that we'll see everyone. It be nice to see a few of you out there. That'd be great. Uh, if anything else, just to keep me company on the 
on this. So yeah, um, I, I think you know realistically, I think um, at the end of the bike, um, I'll be sort of grabbing some sleep overnight and then heading out on the um, probably on the Sunday for the for the hike. Um, but we'll see how we go. I'm just going to try and go through it and join me when you can. Excellent. Nice. No, I, I, I'm lo- I am looking forward to this night. We've got a bit of a time to sort of catch up and, um, you know, get out into nature, see some beautiful countryside. I mean, it is. The new forest is gorgeous. It really is. Yeah. And you know that. And uh, if you haven't been down there, you know, go check it out. It's probably one of the best times of year to go and check it out is, uh, is, is summertime. But, uh, yeah, we'd love for you to come down. Uh, we'd love for you to uh, come down and uh, you know join us or uh, you know support us in some way, but um, yeah, please do. Yeah, I think Mark from Omate Sup is coming down to do the uh, the sup yep. portion with me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Martin said he was going to try and get down as well, didn't he? From uh... he did. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Uh, yeah. Um, so that'd be great. Sorry, Martin. I'm not going to run it, mate. Um, you're welcome to do it. Yeah, yeah. You, you carry on, Martin. We'll catch you up at the end. All right? Just make sure there's beers in the fridge when we arrive. That's it. He can get the barbie started. <laughs> Excellent. He'll probably do it twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, look, um, without wanting to take up too much of anybody's time um, on this, the second episode of season two. I, Really, it's the first episode. I, I think. I think so. It kind of yeah. is. It's kind know. of. An, it's a new start, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, it's a new year. It's a new start. <laughs> it's a new season. So you know. Yeah. But uh, hey, it's been great to catch up. It has, mate. Um, and I hope you've all enjoyed uh, hearing what we've been up to and what we're planning to do. Uh, if you want to get in touch, hit us up on Instagram, uh, Mud Island Adventures on Facebook. Um, you know. Let us know what you're thinking. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Smash the subscribe button on the podcast. Let's get it going this year. Um, it's been lovely. And if uh, you're listening to this for the first time, why? <laughs> Go back, listen to the rest as well, because there's loads of good information there for you people. Yes, there is. Uh, and we look hearing, uh, look forward to hearing everybody else's uh, experiences and taking tips. I'm want to get some interviews done this year and oh, it'd be awesome yeah but dude in the meantime what have we got to do go do and then come tell us about it exactly that thanks everyone for listening and uh speak to you soon take care all the best bye now